PlayStation. I'm chained. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the podcast, or that, the PlayStation Unchained podcast. I'm already off to a very bad start, but I am your host, Gary, today, as Ben is feeling a little under the weather, but he's still powering on to join Hi. us. I am here. There he is. Ben is still here. I've eaten three quarters of a packet of lo Lockett's fruit. In fact, pretty much the entire packet of extra strong with menthol throat soothers. So, I am here. I, will. I hope it is helping. When you said I ate a whole packet, I was about to say chewing tobacco? No. <laughs> I was like, I you're not supposed to bad? swallow that, man. You're not supposed to swallow that. <laughs> do, do I sound that bad? Do I sound like that? <laughs> No, no. Okay. That, that was just where my head was going when you were talking. No, you actually sound perfectly fine, to be honest oh, with okay. you. okay. Yeah. Uh, that shows you how bad my voice is normally. That, I have like a weird, scratchy, itchy, sore throat and stuff, so. Or it just like, means that you're so badass and powerful that not even the sickness can deter you. Sickness must be purged, Gary. Sickness must be purged. There you go. Spoken like a true bloodborne native. <laughs> Scarborough, right? Werewolves and stuff. They're there. Yeah, and and now swine flu. It's great. Oh god, I feel so bad. Stay inside, Ben. Stay in your natural habitat. <laughs> Do not leave. Ah, uh, well, it's great to have you. What have you been up to, Ben? Outside of you know getting sick. Well, I got to play a wonderful game called A Grand Blue Fantasy. Um, thank you to Psy Games for allowing us to go down and play. Let me just quickly open up my notes because you know you might have some questions um yeah, i got to play yeah. 40 minutes uh sorry 100 minutes with the single player and then 40 minutes with the um at the quests but i was i had to leave before the raid stuff started to be talked about which sucked because that was the thing i was looking forward to the most um mm -hmm. so i was unable to be there for the raid stuff um I did check some stuff like I went into like I went into the option menu and checked to see if there's okay performance and then there's a quality mode uh, performance runs at 1080p 60 frames quality runs at 4k 30 frames um there's story normal and hard I think it was I didn't look at the exact names of difficulties I'm sorry um uh so yeah there's uh can I keep do you mind if I keep talking about yeah, of course it? um the stuff but uh, if you click the story mode um, instead of normal, which is basically their equivalent of easy mode. Uh, you can actually turn on assists. Uh, those assists will actually help you out. Um, you can either do like a combat assist, which will mean that if you press square, it will do the combos for you rather than having to press all the different buttons. Like, which there aren't that many buttons, if I'm honest, but it, it, it's, it makes it a little bit easier. Or you can go full assist, where it will do everything for you, except movement. You move. Ooh, you, you just move the yeah. You just move with the left analog stick, and it'll it'll do everything for you. I didn't try those out because I was playing on normal mode, but I I saw those in the menu. So uh, I'm guessing those will be used for grinding. There is a motion blur, but you can turn that off. And there's also a color color blind support option. And there's two different modes that they had. Um, so yeah, to help with color blind. It, it kind of sounds like that uh kind of accessibility option that 16 offered where. Yeah. It can give you those rings where you auto dodge everything, but yeah, 
in this case, it's auto attack, which I think is great if you, you know, like you said, just grinding levels or whatever. Yeah. Um, because the game do in my for opinion, you? you're going to be grinding a lot. Um, <laughs> I can't talk exactly how many characters are unlockable because I've been told that there's some that I can't talk about just yet. Um, but the my I I think I brought this up a little bit with the director as well. Um, basically, you get you've got a mar- each character has a mastery level, um, but because so you go down the basically it reminded me of the um, and that sounds weird because there's all different like grids and stuff like that and this is probably it reminded me a bit of like the spear grid from ten. Um, mm-hmm. You unlock like trait you unlock like link skill bonus attack bonus mp bonus but then some nodes are also um skill or spells you know uh, there's offensive there's an offensive tree a defensive tree and i think there's something else i can't talk about just yet but from what i saw there was an offensive and defensive skill tree um but my issue with this system is you get you say you've got 20 points right mm-hmm. uh, those 20 points aren't individual to each character those 20 points are for every character. Mm. So let's just yeah, say uh, <laughs> you put, you like, you, you like one character. So you've put a lot of points into them, but then you realize your other characters are low level. You're they're going to have to go back and grind to get more points to level up every other character in your team. But my issue with this is I don't, I don't know if this will be, um, I, I was told that there'll be no respec option. The main reason I thought of this was if let's just say, You've been playing the game for 10 hours. Um, and then you get a character in the story that you like. Um, and that character needs to be leveled up. But you're going to be removing someone in your party to replace them with that. I was hoping there'd be a respec option so you can remove the points from that character and then reassign those points to another character. But from what I can tell and what you told me, there'd be no respec option. So. I don't know exactly how it works. I should have gone into more detail, but again, it was only a 30 minute Q and a, so, and there's multiple different people asking questions. So I can't really take all the time. Um, from what I can tell, unless the characters start off and give you a load of points when they join the team, it's going to be a bit frustrating when they join the team, unless they fill up some of the skill tree. I, I have a feeling they'll they'll fill up some of the skill tree for when they join your party. Like they'll have skills already unlocked for them. I don't understand. Yeah. I don't see how they like you'll be like level fifty or something, and then you'll unlock a character at level one. It's just stupid. Yeah, I just hope so. <laughs> like I don't want to. I can't assume that until we see it. But that was my main worry from the from what I experienced of the system. Like as you can understand, mm-hmm. like. Um, I was told there was no proper glamour system, but you'll be able to change the d- look of your weapons, though. So, because there's no armor, there's no armor in the game. Instead mm-hmm. of armor, you've got sigils. Uh, sigils can be equipped to um, increase stats or give you bonuses. Like, we had a sigil that gave extra money um, and a sigil that gave you more potions to hold. Um, and those sigils can also be leveled up at the blacksmith. Um, so, yeah. Um is, is there anything you want to ask about? Um, not really. I want to kind of hold my surprises for it. Like I said, I, I followed the game for a long time. Um, we should mention, uh, Grand Brew Fantasy is a very popular franchise outside of the West. 
um, because it's just not really readily available here. Um, it is a mobile slash browser game in Japan, which is very popular. Um, there is no North American or European version of it, unfortunately. Um, there is an anime you can watch. It's 13 episodes, but it doesn't even come close to scratching any surface of the story of that game. But it's made by Uftabo, the guys who made uh, Demon Slayer. So if you like their style, it's actually a very good anime. I do recommend it. Um, and the only other way to expose yourself to this franchise is outside of the anime is through the fighting game. Um, Grand Brew Fantasy uh, Uprising, I think it's called. I don't remember what the game is called. It's made by Arc System Works uh, from Blazboo and Guilty Gear fame. Um, they're releasing an updated version of Grand Brew Fantasy fighting game uh, this December. So you can go ahead and play that and various characters from there. So if you want to expose yourself to the franchise, it's a good way to do that with these games. Or at least with the fighting game and the anime. But I think this is going to be their first big push to bring the franchise outside of Japan. Um, with and an RPG. Considering the art style and the gameplay... I really hope it does well. The dubbing isn't great, um, but I don't care. Like I just like stabbing things. Um, I do wonder if they're using the same voice actors from the anime because they had a, a pretty good all-star anime cast. Like you'll recognize a lot of names from the nice. oh, from and the anime cast. You have your own Paimon in this game as well. Yep, the little dragon. <laughs> yeah. Which in my notes, yep. I just put. I, I'm going to call it they will transform at some point into a big dragon. I, I feel like that's going to be something that happens in the story. Mm -hmm. I don't know why, but my gut says that's going to happen. Um, so No comment from me. <laughs> but I, mean, I have I, been following I, the franchise for a while. I read like summaries of the story because mm -hmm. I can't experience the story any other way. So I know stuff that's going on in it. So, so I'm very, very excited for this game. So yeah, I had a lot of fun. Thank you for allowing me to play it. I'm sorry that Gary didn't get to play it instead, but hopefully I, mean, I, I it's did been, justice. It's been in development for, I think, like eight years now, maybe ten. Um, it used to be under development by Platinum Games, and then they decided to drop Platinum Games and do the development uh, in-house instead. Um, so that was a big... Uh, surprise for a lot of people. A lot of people thought that, oh, oh you're dropping Platinum Games because, like, the very first footage of the game was gameplay done by Platinum Games, and it looked really amazing. Uh, so people got really worried uh, what was going to happen when, when they dropped them. So this was during the whole, I believe, Babylon's Fall announcement and stuff like that. Um, I think they moved over to do that game instead. And we saw how that turned out, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. Um, Thank you. Yeah, the story will be roughly twenty hours long. Um, the quest system they said will, will be around roughly around twenty to forty hours long, and then the end game will be between forty to a hundred hours long. Of course, that will that, that the end game will be a lot longer depending on how you play it. But they said roughly forty to a hundred hours plus. Did they say uh, if they're gonna add to the story, right? Or did they say we're in? Granbu Fantasy storyline, the game story ends. I don't think they said anything like that. I don't, I don't think they. Said or it even anything. begins. Does it begin at the beginning or like at some point? Well, 
I don't know exactly, and I can't talk about okay. the prologue. That's one of the things that's still under NDA. Okay. Okay. Understandable. So, yeah, I can't talk All about right. any of the anything before chapter one. So, uh, okay. I'm just so, and there's also some characters I can't talk about right now. Uh, <laughs> I I do wish I had brought my um, capture card though, but then I'd have to bring my laptop, and then I'd have been stuck with my laptop for 24 hours, and it's heavy, and maybe I, I was lucky I didn't. <laughs> Oh, it's all good. Uh, Grand Brew Fantasy has a lot of characters. It's a gotcha game, so you can imagine how many characters it has. Um, so I do wonder how many of those are actually they're going to bring into this game. I'm sure they'll have the main ones that you know follow the main story, but there's a lot yeah. of characters. Um, so yeah, thank you, Ben. No worries. I'm very excited. We should also introduce Alfonso. Alfonso's here. Sorry, <laughs> Alfonso. The podcast. <laughs> It's all good. I, I enjoy listening to it. I, I'm not a big fan like you guys. I, I barely hear about this franchise. Like, I hear about it, but I'm not, like, very involved into it. But from what I heard, I'm interested into trying it myself. Yeah, I mean, you're an anime fan. You can always watch the anime. Um, It's actually good. It has great fight scenes, as you know from Muftabo and Demon yep. Slayer. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Unchained mm-hmm. squads will roll out in the online mode. Together. Unchained squads? What? Us as a group should do a, um, a game on it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. That would require Alfonso buying the game, though. <laughs> you say Alfonso. that I will. <laughs> I don't know Alfonso. if you want. You should buy yeah. it for me, for yourself, for my birthday. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Alfonso, how have you been and what have you been up to? Probably good. Uh, can't complain, you know, doing Christmas celebration. is a big thing in certain areas in Brooklyn where you just go around the neighborhood and see people's, you know, lights, how they decorate the houses. So that's what I did over the weekend. Uh, as far as gaming, I'm at the last battle. Inspiring 2, haven't started yet because it's just they have time. But once I beat it, I have about 10% left, and I will earn my platinum. I think you beat that game like three times already. No, I haven't. This, this actually, this is the first game in a while that I actually take my time. I took my time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Other than that, all is good. All is well. Very nice. Very nice. Well, it's great to have you guys here. We should start talking about some stuff. Like some new stuff. Let's start with the first big story. Rockstar Games has officially, officially, officially confirmed the first trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6 will premiere Tuesday, December 5th, which you've probably seen after this podcast or before the podcast goes live. But it's coming right before the Game Awards to take all the views away from Jeff Keighley and all the talk of the town. (laughs) Um, Alfonso, Mm -hmm. are you a rabid, psycho GTA 6 fan like everybody else is? Um, honestly, Gary, I wasn't into Grand Theft Auto 4 because obviously that's my favorite Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> and I'm mad <laughs> to this day we don't have a remaster for it or a remake of it. But, um, am I looking forward to it? Yes, because it's, it's been 10 years. This is the longest we waited for the next GTA game. Um, I'm just curious about the views. I, I know people's going to be glued to wherever they decide to watch it. And I'm just curious to see how much it makes in that day or hour, you know, 
overall, I, I'm just curious to see what will be shown in that trailer. Well, it's trailer number one. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. who knows if that means trailer two will appear at the Game Awards. I doubt it. Rockstar doesn't want to share their yeah. fortune. I'm <laughs> I guess still you can say with they, anybody okay. else. Sorry. I'm still no, calling that I hope they drop during the Game Awards. You think so? Yeah. Why? Why do you think it'll, it'll happen there? No, you didn't hear my sentence. Oh, during the Game Awards, I want oh, Rockstar dear. to whip out their massive Rockstar and be like, "Look, this is how big our game is. We're not going to premiere at the Game Awards. We're going to drop the trailer on Twitter." At the same time, Jeff Keighley announces the game of the year. <laughs> and see what happens. Uh, I I don't think he'll do that. They'll do that. Because, I mean, they still have a... Take-Two still has a good relationship with... I don't, yeah, just do it. Jeff Keighley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they'll want to shatter that. <laughs> nah, come on. Do it. Do it, well, I Just well, drop well, it. I was just... Doesn't have to be during the game of the year award. Just during one of the awards. I don't know. Nobody gives a shit about esports, really. Just drop it during the esports time. <laughs> I mean, like, for context, the 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 Twitter post Rockstar put out announcing that they're going to announce GTA Six in December was the highest liked and retweeted post in Twitter history. <laughs> Just the announcement that, hey, we're going to announce the game. The announcement of the announcement. Shattered records. Uh, like The trailer alone is just going to destroy it. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> so drop it during the Game Awards. Not at the Game Awards. Drop it during the Game Awards. Just break everything. Well, I mean, if they were going to do it, they wouldn't have announced trailer one two days before. Or three days before. Right? Like, they could have just done it then and then. That's my opinion. I think that we'll get trailer one, and if there is going to be trailer two, it might come around Christmas time. Yeah, I can see that happening. It just depends on how long this trailer is or what it even is. But yeah, it's finally happening. Mm-hmm. GTA 6, after 10 years of people bitching and moaning, demanding it, while also bitching and moaning to de- and demanding Red Dead Redemption 2, which they gave you. Because guess what? If they didn't give you Red Dead Redemption 2, you probably would have been playing GTA 6 like four years ago. <laughs> but you wanted another game too. People need to understand Rockstar is essentially a one game, a console generation company now. So we just have to. To be honest, to, to be honest, Gary, they don't have to make a game ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if if GTA Five is any indication of what they're gonna do with GTA Six, like I, GTA Five is still such an insane story. To me, mm-hmm. like three console generations, and it still sells so well. Yep, it's insane. Like if GTA Six can accomplish that and more, like damn, <laughs> they really don't need to do anything else um, at all. Yeah. So yeah, anything else you guys want to add? I mean, are we going to talk about the leaks that supposedly happened for GTA Six? The trailer leak. Yeah. Well, the pictures and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think the trailer was debunked because uh, people found out that it was using footage from Flight Simulator during the flying scenes. Um, 
screenshots. I think they're still pulling stuff from the from the leaked footage that came out like two like last year or two years ago. But then there was that Instagram post by the person that was the son of the lead lead developer. Oh, I didn't know about that one. Tell us about it. Uh, supposedly, the son of one of the lead developers leaked some footage and answered some questions about GTA Six. Um, oh supposedly, it's gonna they're aiming to have seventy percent. If this is true, by the way, again, this is all based on leaked information. So again, who knows what's true or not? So I don't want to say this is real. Um, but supposedly they're aiming for something like seventy percent of all the buildings to be have internals. Oh my so you'd god! So you'd be able to get, walk into about seventy percent of all the buildings. Um, and yeah, they, they, they from what people's like, this might not be real. But then they sort of looked at the 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 little footage that the person posted, and they looked at the you know the the previous leaked photos, and what looked like some of the um, buildings um, were. Um, yeah, some of the leaked buildings back in the day looked like there was some of the stuff that's in this like photo in the background. So, yeah, it might be real. It might not be. Again, for legal reasons, I don't want to say yes or no. Um, so, I mean, seventy. That's wild. That's yeah. like, unprecedented in my opinion. That would be insane if they can achieve that. And if it's seamless, like no loading times between build, uh, building entries, yeah. that's gonna be insane. Yeah. Um, yeah. I hope uh, it's true. That'd be cool. Um, but we'll see. Uh, suppose it's going to be two times bigger than five. That's fine. They can tell me it's going to be bigger, but what that really means is going to be more empty land, like a desert with nothing to do. Oh, no, it's supposedly <laughs> going to be... No, there's supposedly... A couple of major cities, um, and then in the middle of the major cities is going to be like a foresty area with a lake, like a big lake. So... Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. We'll see what they show. I hope and we're going back to Vice City. And they're aiming for a full 2024 release. I mean, is, is there even a point for any other game to contend for Game of the Year at that point? That's just automatic <laughs> for them. <laughs> unless it unless it launches like critical failure, like Cyberpunk did, then. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah. this is what what you're looking at for post almost pi- every uh, award. One of the pictures that supposedly is this is what they said they leaked. Uh, the one on the left was the old leak, and then one on the right is the new. Mm. So, uh, looks more like New York than Vice City. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It's like Liberty City to me, which goes against the palm tree stuff that they have in the poster. But well, who knows what universe GTA point. is? They said there's multiple C, so, so mm. maybe travel between the two. That'll be crazy. Yeah. And also found it funny that someone tweeted, uh, someone responded to the post saying, "My friend, friend work, my dad works at Rockstar, but real for once." <laughs> yeah. Nice. So yeah. Um, Alrighty. Um, well, moving on then, shall we? Yeah. And the best news of the week, in my opinion, Dragon's Dogma Two had their 15-minute live stream presentation with the announcement of the release date, which has been confirmed for March 22nd, 2024, only on current-gen hardware, no PS4 or Xbox One this time. And it is also going to be, and this is wild to me because I didn't realize this until now, 
This is going to be Capcom's very first $70 game that they have produced. That's crazy. That, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> that seems wrong. I mean, <laughs> I mean I, I'm impressed that they waited, you know, they took this long to, you know, join the rest of the developers to, you know, do the $10 price hike. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that, that just seems off. Yeah, you don't realize it because obviously we adjusted when it was first announced. And obviously we, we play all these different games. You're not really paying attention to the price, especially with certain editions like Legendary Edition, Collect Edition. They cost as much and they don't give you the value of what it really offers. And he's like, okay, it means to get the standard edition. I know that's 70. Boom, I'm done. I, I'm just going to play the game. That's it. Yeah, but hearing this, I'm like, this seems weird. <laughs> right? <laughs> Even last gen games are some games are seventy dollars already. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Capcom's first seventy dollar game. They introduced new classes, uh, which are now also linked to specific races in the game. So if you pick a race, you can get access to a certain class that's exclusive to it. They showed off a couple boss battles and one Shadow of the Colossus style boss battle. A giant mechanical fucking giant, which oh, I was so happy to see. Um, I don't know if I'm the only one who watched it, but I'm super excited. Alfonso, any thoughts? Is Peter's out now? Yes. They are out along with the digital deluxe edition. They didn't announce any collector's, physical collector's edition, which makes me really sad because I would have shelled out money for that shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hold off just a little bit before I pre-order, but I'm in case they do announce it, but I I do plan to buy two copies, maybe three of the game. I'm going to buy a physical copy. I'm going to buy a digital copy to play while keeping my physical nice and sealed for collection purposes. And I'm probably going to buy a PC copy so I can play it on my Steam Deck wherever I go. That, that, that makes sense. Um, most likely, I will wait. And um, I'll wait like you, because Collector's edition, that that's like the ultimate goal to get. So I, I will wait for that. If nothing comes out, I probably just get the digital version. But yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. There there's buzz around it. You know, I think they're getting a lot more traction than I thought they would with Dragon's Dogma 2. I'm hoping this is gonna be like the, the turnaround that Monster Hunter got in North America, where yeah. Monster Hunter World came out and it was way bigger than anybody thought it was going to be. Ben? Anything you want to add? I didn't watch the trailer, I'm sorry. But I, I am hyped for Dragon's Dogma 2, so I'll probably pick it up no matter what when it comes out. I don't think I need to watch anything. Unless they <laughs> suddenly pull a... We're actually adding online co-op, then there's not much they can do to add actual hype. <laughs> like I'm, I think I'm already at hype enough. That's the only thing they could do to actually make it more hype. Is if they say that there's actually online co-op so I can play with Gary and he can carry me. <laughs> no, Ben. I think you're the one who carries everybody in well everything. Even in- <laughs> oh, by the way, we, we fought the hardest boss in at the event. One oh, nice. of the really hard boss and I, I, I did the most damage and heals. I, I was I, just it, it, my point for himself. <laughs> It was because, sorry, going back to Grand Blue Fantasy, when you finish a match, uh, the group gets a score 
and then you get rewards based on the high, the, the score you get like yeah you, know, you get a grade and then it shows you like what you like like little achievements you did in game with your character with, for the whole squad and then it, it pops up with mp for mvp the whoever got the highest damage and stuff like who, whoever participated the most gets the mp mpv mvp and yes. i got i got mvp i'm like yay get me i only just started playing the game <laughs> and i was MB, mvp yay there you go because i played a broken man. character the character I I was a mage but it was it okay it was it's a the mage is at least the one i played is a very high risk high reward because the, uh, the abilities do a lot of damage, but you have to stand still to cast them. Mm-hmm. So you've got to make sure you try and find a safe spot to to charge up the spells to do mo- more damage. You can just fire them off, and it does a little damage, but they've got, it still has the same recast. So yeah, you, you either yeah. So anyway, Dragon's Dogma like looks good. Yeah, putting everybody on your back, man. <laughs> I still hope that the DLC is called Deep Down. Deep Down, I hope it's called Deep Down. Uh, all right, moving on. Uh, two conflicting stories coming from the same camp at Microsoft. Um, Microsoft Chief Financial Officer Tim Stewart uh, confirmed in an interview that Xbox is eventually looking to bring Game Pass to PlayStation and Nintendo. Kind of essentially confirming that they're looking to, I guess, go third party in a way, right? Um, he gave this interview, but then Phil Spencer, just a couple of days later, did his own interview where he said that they have no plans to bring Game Pass to PlayStation and Nintendo because that would devalue Game Pass in a way where, I, I guess, not devalue Game Pass, but devalue the... I guess Microsoft. Microsoft, value Microsoft. Microsoft ecosystem. Yeah, it'll devalue Microsoft ecosystem, and people will be like, "Well, why do I buy an Xbox when I can get Xbox on PlayStation?" Right. Um. So he's denied it, while Tim Stewart has kind of confirmed it. So conflicting reports of what Microsoft is looking to do, but I'm going to go with Tim Stewart on this one rather than Phil Spencer. And the only reason I'm going to go this way is because Phil Spencer himself confirmed that they want to bring Game Pass to PlayStation and, and Nintendo in their court documents that they filed while they're doing the whole court battle with, for Activision Blizzard. This was confirmed by them that they want to bring Game Pass to PlayStation, and PlayStation said no. Um, ben, your thoughts on this. Do you see Game Pass eventually coming to Nintendo and PlayStation in the future? Yes and no. Okay. Uh, Game Pass Lite, sure, but Game Pass itself, maybe not. Um, the reason why I say that is because, of course, Game Pass has a lot of third-party deals, and Sony would not want third-party games on Game Pass on PlayStation because that's a loss of revenue. So I could see if the Game Pass does come to PlayStation, it will only be with Xbox titles, hence why I would call it Game Pass Lite. And it would also probably only be cloud-based then instead of actually a physical a digital install because it won't be physical of course it'll it'll be a game pass cloud um xbox first party titles only that's my view so game game pass light okay yeah 
On both Which, or just Which, PlayStation? You think then, like the Switch 2 will have a full Game Pass? No, I think both PlayStation and Switch 2 will have xCloud, as it's called, which is the cloud version of Game Pass. Okay. So technically, Phil Spencer's not lying. If he says that there will be no Game Pass on PlayStation, but then they drop xCloud on PlayStation, xCloud isn't Game Pass. Though it has every game that Game Pass has, it isn't technically Game Pass. It's xCloud. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead, Alfonso. No, I was gonna say I agree with Ben. That that I think that is the workaround. I don't. I still don't know if Sony will allow it because you're in terms of Sony, like they're obviously they're still sensitive about this whole. Um, I don't know if things would change once. Um, what's his name? Uh, um, Activision. Jim Bobby Ryan. Kotek? Yeah. Oh, Jim Ryan. Yeah, Jim Ryan. Um, I don't know if things will change once he officially leaves and the next person who steps takes takes over fully will change their morals about it. I, I don't know, but yeah. I, I don't I don't see PlayStation accepting any type of deal from Xbox when it comes to this. That's on the other hand, yes, because when it comes to third party, they really their ports for third party is terrible. And we already know Nintendo's great in first party, so I, I see this helping them. But yeah, PlayStation. No, I don't see it happening at all. Yeah, I think you have to look at it like it, it'll. I think it'll damage the ecosystem of every console, right? Like Sony has PlayStation Plus. It has more subscribers than Game Pass. That's been confirmed now by I think like twelve million. I think they said. Um. So you bring in Game Pass, that might damage the ecosystem of PlayStation, where they'll get less subscribers for PlayStation Plus. Same thing with Nintendo. They have their Nintendo Online, which they're bringing in, you know, backwards compatible games on there all the time. Mm-hmm. It might do the same thing there. I think it'll benefit Nintendo more to have Game Pass than it'll PlayStation. That's for sure, uh, because it'll just bring those games that you know the Switch can't handle on its own through streaming. Yeah, um, yeah. But then again, the Nintendo streaming capabilities aren't the best at all. We've seen this with Resident Evil. Uh, seven coming out on it. They, they have a lot of streaming games that just run terribly on it. Um, so I think it'll hurt. I can see them doing some sort of deal, maybe where like Xbox exclusive games might appear on PlayStation through, like Ben said, maybe an Xbox Lite version. But you'll have to have an Xbox Game Pass subscription to play it through your PlayStation. Does that make sense? Kind of yeah, like, kind of like Ubisoft Plus is on Game Pass, but you still have to have Ubisoft Plus to play those games through Game Pass. Um, I could see the same thing happening here, where you still have to have a subscription to Game Pass to play that game on PlayStation. I could see that happening, but we'll see if if the whole idea now that Xbox was looking more to go third party, like they keep saying they want to bring game pass to everything that it can be played on but yet phil spencer is over here now saying well not playstation and nintendo but everything else like kind of defeats the purpose of saying we want to bring it to everybody right yeah um anything else you guys want to bring up on this nope nope Alrighty. one final story before we get into our big main topic then um the creator this is not the best news by the way 
the creator and or not the, the director of Final Fantasy Tactics has confirmed via Twitter that there are currently no plans and there is no version of Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster currently in development. So this kind of goes against the big leak that happened, right? The the G4's leak that came out where a bunch of games were leaked that all came out to be true except for a few now. Final Fantasy Tactics Remaster was on that list. Um and now it's confirmed that it's not really happening anymore. Or it never was to begin with. Ben, your thoughts on this. Are you upset? Are you sad? Are you angry? I think you're muted, Ben. Let's go to Alfonso. Alfonso? Um, I'm a little disappointed. These type of games, tactical games, are not my thing. But the Final Fantasy one, I really enjoyed. And knowing that I'm not getting a remaster, yeah, it kind of sucks. It it, it kind of sucks. Um... I remember I used to spend hours playing this, playing that game, like tons of hours, and would never get bored. And I, I played it a few times, multiple times actually. And um, I was hoping when I when you know hoping for the day that it would get remastered, and then that got leaked. Okay, it's on the list. Good, I'm happy. And knowing that it's not, yeah, it, it's it's a slap to the face to me. It's a slap to the face to people who love that you know version of Final Fantasy. So. Yeah, I am disappointed. Will I get over it? Yeah, because, you know, we do have other Final Fantasy games that are coming out that I am looking forward to. Like Rebirth. So, um, yeah. How about you, Gary? Um, I, I am a little disappointed. Um, I know people love Final Fantasy Tactics. It actually came out as... It was supposed to be sequel to Tactics Ogre. Um, and then... It wasn't, and they changed it to Final Fantasy Tactics game. Um, but it's kind of the closest that anybody's ever come to being as great as Tactics Ogre was. Um, and obviously it was set in with Final Fantasy. You know, it had characters that now appear in Final Fantasy games. You know, VV is based off of this universe. Um, the Final mm-hmm. Fantasy Tactics universe. You know, Final Fantasy IX is set in that same universe. Um, I believe Final Fantasy XII was also uh, set in that same universe. So it's it's the tactics was fun. You know they had the cool hidden uh, cloud in the game that you can get. Um, it was OP. No, um, it was great. And you know we we did technically get a remaster on the PSP, um, but that's the last version, right? The PSP was the last version yeah. uh, yep. of War of the Lions, and there's no real way to play that game anymore outside of emulation now um like if you still have a vita obviously you can still play it through digital download but that's it um so it is sad i would like you know they they just remaster tactics ogre um which is still phenomenal to this day um i don't see why they wouldn't want to do final fantasy tactics and maybe they still are they just didn't tell him <laughs> yeah uh-huh. you know? Yeah. It is a possibility. So, yeah, I know it's very beloved, and I do hope one day we'll see, we'll see it come true. Um, yeah. Ben, are you back? Ben, ben is so vanished. Am I? No, he said he'll be right back. Um, so I don't know oh. what's going on there. But alrighty. Okay. Well, until he gets back, we. I don't know if I should do another news story before he gets back. Hmm. <laughs> Let's do another news story. <laughs> okay. And hopefully Ben will come back before we get to the main topic. Let's yeah. see here. 
Let's go. Oh, Capcom has confirmed that more Resident Evil remakes are coming, but they did not say which Resident Evil remakes are coming. For those like me and probably Alfonso and everybody Veronica. in the known universe, one Veronica. code Veronica. <laughs> but let's let's be honest, Alfonso is going to be Resident Evil Five. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh God, damn it. Uh, why, why, is... why, why are they skipping Veronica? Like, I, okay, I get it. You kind of want to do it in order to keep up because of, you know, seven and eight. I, I get it. It makes sense. Do, you know, the previous one before seven, eight. But come on, like, Veronica. <laughs> Veronica is all I want. God damn it. Uh. But why not five? You don't think five should get a remake? Tell me, give me your honest opinion of five and why five should not be the next one. I personally, I think five is perfect the way it is. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with five. It wasn't to me. It wasn't the best. It wasn't my best out of the franchise. But gameplay wise, and the way it looks. Um, graphically, I think it's fine. It is, but obviously, yeah, I, it it makes sense to remake it if you're doing two, three, four. It makes sense to do five. How how long has it been since five been out? I want to say two thousand. PS3 came yeah, out during the PS3 time, so yeah, around six, yeah, six, seven. So um, yeah, it makes sense, but guy, I really don't care for five. Huh. Two thousand nine. It came out in two thousand nine. Okay, so that's yeah. Okay, that was about yeah, twelve years. Twelve years. Yeah. Okay. So it, yeah, it makes sense. But me personally, I don't give two shit about five. I want Veronica. That's all I want. What about you? Do you feel the same? Do you feel uh, it's perfect I do feel the way it should be? I do feel it should be called Veronica, and I think called Veronica makes more sense based on what they've been doing. Because you have to remember, Resident Evil Five was designed with co-op right yeah um yeah and a companion if you're playing single player like somebody was still with you um mm -hmm. so that's a drastic change from resident evil 2 remake resident evil 3 resident evil 4 remake um even resident evil 8 is a huge change um and you know with their current engine you know the re engine which is now you know being upgraded to to a new version maybe they'll be able to pull it off um, it'll be the first, you know, multiplayer co-op game running on the RE engine, um, that, that will be releasing that we know of at least. Yeah. Um, but again, I think they're just going off of the numbered games. Code Veronica, I think told the best story of Resident Evil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it probably should have been Resident Evil 3 Code Veronica instead of Resident Evil 3 Nemesis because Nemesis had no story whatsoever. It didn't add anything to the, to the story of, Resident, of the Resident Evil franchise. Yeah. Um, and Code Veronica should have been Resident Evil 3, but it wasn't. So I guess you can look at it as a spinoff game, even though it's a very canon game because everything that happened Code Veronica spanned into Resident Evil 5 with Wesker especially. Um, yeah. Wesker, Chris, and Jill. Um, even what happened with Claire, it all started with Code Veronica. So skipping it would suck. And I think the the setting of Code Veronica, an island with a mansion, with a dude, you know, inspired by Psycho, 
um, running that place, the prison. I think it it would sense a better mood for a great Resident Evil horror game than obviously 5 did, because 5 was very light. You know, most of that game yeah. took place during the daytime. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Um, I do feel it will be 5, though, unfortunately. But will it come before Resident Evil 9? That's yes. a different story. You think it'll come? Well, Ben is back. <laughs> I'm going to call it comes out next year. Resident Evil 5 Remake? Yeah. So you think it is Resident Evil 5 that they're remaking, not Code Veronica or anything else? Yeah. Okay. It's the third best-selling Resident Evil game, from what I can tell. It was one of the best-selling Resident Evil games until Resident Evil 2 Remake came out, which bumped Resident Evil 2 over. But individually, it's Resident Evil 7 and then Resident Evil 5 as the best Resident Evil games sold. Yeah. Um, and you were wrong. Next year is not the it's not the twelfth anniversary. It's the it's the fifteenth. I never said twelve anniversary. I, said, I 12. said it came out in two thousand nine. Okay, yeah. I think it's twelve years old now. <laughs> no, it's it's fourteen years. Fourteen, yeah. My bad. My math sucks, Emil. Yeah. I, no, I I did some, <laughs> I I, cal- I didn't use a calculator, so I cheated. Um, <laughs> but no, so that means next year will be the fifteenth anniversary of one of the best selling Resident Evil games of all time. So it makes sense that if they're going to get anything out next year, they're going to try and get the remake of 5 out so that they that way they can have it as the 15th anniversary version. There you go. I mean, the Dead Space remake came out 15 years later too, so... There you go. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, like, my, that's my theory on it. Um, hey, here's the thing, like, will I be upset if it's Resident Evil 5? No. I'm still going to buy the shit out of it. I'm still going to play it. I love Resident Evil 5. Um... But deep down, I am obviously going to be disappointed that Code Veronica is going to be left in the dust again. <laughs> yeah, personally, though, I would like them to go and remake Outbreak and Outbreak File Number 2. Because those games okay. I thought were really fun for Sorry, hardware that couldn't wrong. handle them. <laughs> Resident Evil 5 sold 15 million units in total. If this mm-hmm. wiki is this, this, if the, um, the only games that have outsold it is Resident Evil 4 and Resident Evil 2. Um, but revenue-wise, Resident Evil 5 has made more revenue than Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Um, the only reason why Resident Evil 4 and, is out, and 2 have outsold 5 is because they've had multiple different... You know, how many consoles have had Resident Evil 4? Like, oh, yeah. Even if... You know, yeah. It's, it's not... And you got to remember, Resident Evil 4 was a GameCube exclusive for a long time. Yeah. The yeah. original only sold mm-hmm. 13 million, by the way. The, the the all versions sold 18 million. So even with all the different versions of Resident Evil 4, it's still only 3 million more than 5, which is crazy. Yeah. So. Yeah, honestly, I lost hope in the remake of Code Veronica when they announced the Resident Evil 4 remake because yeah. it would have come before Resident Evil 4. So. Uh, for example, Code Veronica has only sold 2.9 million. Yeah. I mean, it was on the Dreamcast. <laughs> Yeah. For a long time before it got a PS2 port. So, yeah. The worst selling game on this website is supposedly Biohazard Revival Selection. I didn't know what that is. I don't know. Followed by supposedly the Biohazard Value Pack, which was on the PS2, <laughs> which sold 7,000 copies. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, like I said, I would like. Outbreak and Outbreak File 2, I think they will work perfectly with modern 
consoles. And quite honestly, it'll probably be the best multiplayer Resident Evil thing they can do because nothing else has worked. <laughs> do the fucking <laughs> Resident Evil co-op that Outbreak had. Please, just bring that back. Nobody wants this competitive shit that nobody's playing. They like to do the co-op stuff. <sighs> ben, I don't know if you heard, but we talked about this before I brought this up when you left, but Final Fantasy Tactics. Director of Final Fantasy Tactics said that there are no plans to remake it, and it is not in development at well, all. What if, what if it's not a remake? What if it's a sequel? True. Could be. We said this, like, they could just be working on it. They just didn't tell him. <laughs> I mean, they've done that before. Remember Final Fantasy Seven? Remember the Final Fantasy <laughs> remake where the guy came up on stage and announced that they're getting the remake, and then the... Then as soon as he came off stage, he got a phone call saying, I didn't know I was producing this. Yeah, and the moral was like, what the fuck? I didn't know. <laughs> he didn't even know what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> so. That was awesome. For all we know, it's not being worked on. But for all they know, it, it is not being worked on, but it could still also be being worked on. So who knows? Yeah. It's square. Yeah. At this point, I just, if, it, if something gets announced... It's, it, no matter what, it's like, oh, wow. <laughs> Alrighty. Let's move on to the Game Awards. Well, we'll discuss categories and what we think will win each category. Right, Ben? That's that's the plan? Yeah. Okay, we're not going to go through all the categories because some of them we just don't care, like esports and content creator. That's not for us. I heard right? that. I should be up for content creator of the year. That should be great. You should be up for every award imaginable, Ben. No, I don't think I can be the best esports athlete, or um, I, I don't think I would also be best at adaptation. Or um, this um, yes, you would. I'm not great. I'm not not good at action either. So I'm not going to be best action game. Um, nor am I good <laughs> at best fighting. Uh, I'm very limited in music, so I'm going to get pass on best score in music. Um. Uh, and I'm one person, so I can't be best esports team, which is fine. Nobody wants that anyway because it's esports. Um, uh, um, sure, I'll, I'll, I'll go up for best mobile game and then give my award to Dokken Battle. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Let's I'd get like to, to it. I'd like to nominate my best mobile game award to Dokken Battle, please, <laughs> Mr. Keeley. <laughs> Can we skip uh, the first one, by the way, and have that last? Yeah, I'm going to go down up. <laughs> okay, I guess it's, well, the game of the year one we'll do last. Yeah, that's um, what I mean. It's the first one for some reason. Yeah. Okay. Let's start. All right. Um, game Awards, uh, December 8th. I think that's a Friday. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So live on the interwebs. No, um, I thought the Game Awards was Thursday. Uh, the eighth is a Friday, unless I don't know what day it is. I thought it's December seventh. It's December. Nope. I think it was this. Oh, the December eighth. It's a Friday. Uh, yeah, no, it's streaming live December seventh. Is it the seventh? God damn! I don't know when the game awards are, man. I give up. <laughs> it might be. But it's the third day. I screwed it up. It might be December eighth for me. Uh... Okay, December seventh, <laughs> live on the internet. YouTube, yeah. Game Awards, website, whatever. Uh, stay tuned for world premieres of games, updates yeah. on current announced games, and awards. It's December 8th for some people. It's December okay. 8th for me. 
because it starts at midnight and ends at 4 a.m. Okay. So, so I was half right. I'll take half time, a point. So. <laughs> I will take half a point. <laughs> Alrighty. Most anticipated game. The categories, or not the categories, the nominees, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, Hades II, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, Star Wars Outlaws, and Tekken 8. Screw you for not having Dragon's Dogma 2, everybody. But anyways, Ben, <laughs> what do you think is going to take it? Oh, you know what? Normally, I'd, I would vote for this one instantly, but there's two here that outlined to me that I feel like have a chance. I'm going to go with Hades 2. Good on yeah. you. Good on so, you. Alfonso. Yeah, it's between Rebirth and Star Wars. Ah, boy, if I choose, like, which one do I want the most? <laughs> Me personally. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Rebirth. All right. I will also go with Rebirth. Um, I think it'll take it because it has the hype machine behind it. Um, but I would not be surprised if Hades 2 takes it. He could easily take it because people loved Hades. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. loved that game. And I can see Hades 2 taking it. So, good call on Ben there. Alrighty. Moving on. Best multiplayer. Baldur's Gate 3, Diablo 4, Party Animals, Street Fighter 6, and Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Alfonso. What you got? I, I so want to choose Diablo 4, but that fell off so quickly. Way too fast. So, um, yeah, uh, Bolden Gate 3. All right, Ben. I just want to check something quickly before we decide this one. Sorry. Uh, do, do, right. do, do, do. Well, while you're checking, okay. I will say. No, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Okay, that's <laughs> now. Okay. See, it all depends. See, I know how this award system works. Um, because. <laughs> They want to make sure that everyone. Get, uh, they want to make sure a lot of the big companies get big awards. Um, like so, I can see it being probably Diablo Four because I feel like that's probably the only category it might win. I was gonna go with Super Mario Brothers Wonder, but Super Mario Wonder is also under Best Family. And I feel like it's probably going to take best family. So I'm going to go with Super Mario, uh, uh, Diablo 4 for best multiplayer. All right. I am going to go with Super Mario Wonder because I got to play that multiplayer last night. And that was a bucket of fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first time I played a Nintendo multiplayer game where I didn't want to kill my friends <laughs> with rage. <laughs> Let's face it, Mario Kart, Smash Brothers, Mario Party, those are the most physically damaging games on your friendships. <laughs> Mentally damaging. Uh... <laughs> Alrighty then, moving on, best sports slash racing game, EA Sports FC 24, F1 23, Forza Motorsport, Hot Wheels, Unleashed 2, Turbocharged, and The Crew, Motorfest. I'm going to start with this time, and I'm just going to go with Forza Motorsport because Xbox has to have a W somewhere at some point in time. <laughs> Alfonso? Uh, I'm going to go with the crew. Uh, that's the only one I played. And yeah, I've not played the others. So. All right, Ben? I am also going to go with Forza for the same reason. Microsoft is the only Microsoft one that's going to have a chance to win. 
Alrighty. Best sim slash strategy game. Advance 4 Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp. Cities Skyline 2. Company Heroes 3. Fire Emblem Engage. And Pikmin 4. Ben, what do you got for this one? Um, Probably Pikmin 4. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. But it... it... Okay, it would have been easy for City Skylands too, but from what I can tell, it was buggy when it launched. Yes, it was. Yep. Alfonso? Yeah, Pikmin 4. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably Pikmin 4 too. I'd give it to Company Heroes 3 because that is still an amazing game, but it's PC only. Well, not PC only. It is on console, but it's just not the same anymore. It is going to be Pikmin 4. Even though I personally would have given it to Advance Wars, because that shit is fun. Best family game. Disney Illusion Island. Party Animals. Pikmin 4. Sonic Superstars. And Super Mario Brothers. Wonder. I think this is going to be unanimous, but let's find out. Alfonso. Yeah, it's Wonder. It's the way Super Mario moves in. <laughs> Sorry, Sonic. <laughs> ben? I mean, screw it, I'm just going to vote Sonic because I like Sonic more. But I know oh my it's... god, you ruined the unanimous thing. <laughs> Look, I, I like Sonic more. I know it's going to be Wonder, so I know I know my brain tells me it's Wonder, but my heart wants Sonic. If it was Sonic Mania, I would have gone for it. <laughs> but it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Wonder for me as well. That's kind of a given at that point. Um, best fighting game, God of Rock. Mortal Kombat 1, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2, Pocket Bravery, and Street Fighter 6. Very interesting category this time, in my opinion. I feel like best fighting game is actually going to affect best multiplayer. Okay. Like, because I said Diablo 4, because I'm expecting Super Mario Wonders to win best family. But I said Diablo 4 for best multiplayer. But I feel like best fighting game has a chance to affect best multiplayer. Baldur's Gate's not in the run for this at all. I know that for certain, in my opinion. Not because it doesn't deserve it, but because of how these award shows work. Um, let's just say uh, Street Fighter 6 wins best fighting game. That means that I feel like Super Mario uh, uh, Diablo 4 is going to win best multiplayer. If Street Fighter uh, 6 wins best fighting game, Diablo 4 is going to win best multiplayer. If Mortal Kombat 1 wins best fighting, which I think it will, then there's a chance that Street Fighter 6 will win best multiplayer. If you, you get my logic? Oh, yeah. Because they'll, pro- they'll probably want to give both of those an award for being really good games. And they can't give them best for both best fighting. So if they give Mortal Kombat 1 best fighting, they will then give Street Fighter 6 best multiplayer, which then technically means it's also best fighting because Street Fighter 6 multiplayer is fighting. So... Um, <laughs> That way, they technically both win best fighting game of the year because, yeah, logic. So, right, so yeah. you're thinking Mortal Kombat one then? I'm thinking Mortal Kombat one. That way, Street Fighter then might win fighting. All right, I will have to agree with Mortal Kombat one, um, but only because it's just a more popular fighting game than Street Fighter Six. I don't think it's a uh, better fighting game. Second game. Yeah, yeah, I just mm-hmm. think it's more popular. Um, I agree. Yeah. So, Mortal Kombat for you as well? Yeah, Mortal Kombat. (laughs) All right. One of the most hotly contested categories this year with a lot of people voicing their disapproval of the nominees. (laughs) And I have to be one of those people. Best RPG. Uh, 
Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Lies of P, Sea of Stars, and Starfield. Alfonso, let's start with you this time. Who do you got? Oh, God, this, 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 this is hard. <laughs> oh, my God, this is hard. Oh, oh, oh. I think it's oh, a harder man. category for me personally than Game of the Year. <laughs> oh, man. Lies of P, I really like that game. Oh, I really love that game. God damn it. Oh, oh, oh. hey, RPGs, why do I got to do this to me? Uh, I'm going I'm to go with Final Fantasy 16. Oof. All righty. Ben, I think you have a lot to say on this one. So we've got a choice <laughs> of a CRPG with Baldur's Gate 3, which won't win because it's going to win Game of the Year. Then we've got an action-adventure game with Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> we've got an action-adventure game with Liza P., because I'm sorry, but it is an action adventure game because it's more Souls like mm. than it is an RPG. Um, then we've got an RPG with Sea of Stars. So, so far, we have the only RPGs. one. <laughs> no, Baldur's Gate 3 is an RPG as well. Yeah, yeah. So, so two out of this, only yeah. two games in that category are RPGs. So far, so far we've got RPG. two RPGs. And then we've got the shooter with RPG elements with Starfield. Which I'd argue, by the way, still I'd argue has more RPG elements than Final Fantasy 16 and Liza P. So I will give it that. It's it is it's RPG light, but it's still more RPG than some of the games here. So out of all of these, the one I think that's gonna win best RPG of the year is the best action adventure game of the year, Final Fantasy 16. Alrighty. I will third that i believe it will be final fantasy even though i think sea of stars could get it um because it's the closest to a real rpg than any of these games are in my well not the closest what i consider in my head to be the closest rpg <laughs> i know boulder's gate is the true and true dungeons and dragons like rpg um but i also think 16 will get it but i think 16 will get it because it's going to get screwed out of everything else <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will also go with Final Fantasy 16. <sighs> Best action adventure game: Alan Wake 2, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Star Wars Jedi Survivor, and The Legend of Zelda: Tears of the Kingdom. Ben, Resident Evil 4. Interesting. All right. Resident Doesn't Evil deserve 4? it, but it's Resident <laughs> Evil 4. Come on, it's going to win it something. Because it's Resident yeah. Evil 4. All right, Alfonso? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with 4, just because I'm saving Spider-Man for Game of the Year. I'll just spoil your predictions, both of you guys. Well, I already <laughs> sweet. We talked about this before we even started doing this. <laughs> right, I am actually going to go with Tears of the Kingdom. I think Zelda has to win something, and this is probably going to be it. But we'll see. I, I, I still think it has a very good chance at Game of the Year. Um, Alrighty. Best action game. Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Dead Island 2, Ghost Runner 2, High Fire Rush, and Remnant 2. I'm going to start this one and say, oh, Remnant 2 fucking deserves that because that game is fucking awesome. Uh, but it's probably going to go to High Fire Rush, in my opinion. That's my choice. I played that, and I absolutely love that game. High Fire Rush? Yeah. And it will be a big win for Microsoft and mm -hmm. Tango Gameworks for sure. Um, yeah. Ben? Uh, Hi-Fi Rush. Oh, unanimous. Hi-Fi Rush. Best VR AR game. Gran Turismo 7. 
Humanity, Horizon Call of the Mountain, Resident Evil Village VR Mode, and Synapse. They may as well just call this the best PSVR 2 game, because all these games are VR 2. Only. <laughs> ben, what do you I, got? I don't have a VR 2, but so I'm just going to go off what I, I like, and I'm going to go with Gran Turismo 7. I will also go Gran Turismo 7. I think it deserves it the most, but the problem with this, I feel like those are modes, they're not games. Like Resident Evil Village VR, that's a mode added to the game. Gran Turismo 7 VR was added as a mode to that game. While the other ones are technically VR games. Um, but anyways, I will also go Gran Turismo 7 because it's phenomenal in VR. Uh, it truly is. That's why I also choose in GT7. Nice, nice. I think it will be, but I will not be surprised if Horizon takes it. Just because... True, true. Yeah. <laughs> Best mobile game: Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, Honkai Star Rail, Hello Kitty Island Adventure, Monster Hunter Now, and Terra Nil. I think this is going to be unanimous. But uh, Ben, what do you Honkai, got? Hello Kitty Island Adventure. <laughs> really? I heard it's fantastic. So <laughs> I don't know. I've never played it, but I just remember it from. It's, it's Animal Crossing. It's Animal Crossing in the Hello Kitty universe. Oh, See, I, I remember, yeah. I, don't, do you remember South Park? That, that South Park episode back in the day? So I want to vote just because of that. <laughs> I remember what you're talking about, yeah. Yeah, because uh, they were yeah. trying to play WoW for the first time. This is when WoW was in its big heyday. And Butters, they're like, why is Butters not playing? And Butters is like, I downloaded Hello Kitty Island Adventure MMO. So... But in the spirit of Butters, I'm going to vote Hello Kitty Island Venture. Nice. I'm going to second that. Wow, really? Okay. That's awesome. Um, I'm going to go with Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis because it's just simply the most popular and the most known. And it has Final Fantasy in the title. I, I don't know. Honkai Star Rail has waifus. So it's going to be close between Seven and Honkai. Yeah, but Ever Crisis has Tifa in cosplay every fucking month. So <laughs> take your pick. Oh, and some ways I was hoping you'd win. You'd pick Hello Kitty Island Adventure, and you'd it'd be anonymous. You know, it would have been everyone voted the same, even though you never <laughs> thought we'd all vote Hello Kitty. <laughs> There's no way that you would have thought we would have won this. <laughs> I gotta go with what, what I think will win it. <laughs> I, 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 I am too. I, that's a lot of things I vote for. Things I think. Are gonna I hope win it. it wins it. I hope Hello Kitty wins it. That'll be amazing. <laughs> big shout, by big shout to Kyle. Who and I want somebody to come out in the Hello Kitty costume and accept the yeah. award. <laughs> I, I, no, I want Kyle to come out on stage addressed as Hello Kitty. Yes. Award. Big shout out to Kyle Prowl, who is the one yeah. I saw promote it. Yeah, PR for Hello Kitty Island Adventure. Alrighty, best debut indie game. Probably the most talked about category this year, which is insane. Um, well, not, not best debut, best independent game is the one. But let's do the debut Cocoon, Dredge, Pizza Tower. Ver was it Venba and Viewfinder. I am gonna go with Cocoon on this one. Alfonso? I'm gonna go with Viewfinder. Hey, Ben. Uh Pizza Tower, I guess, because everyone keeps talking about how good it is. <laughs> Alrighty. Now let's get to the best independent game, which has been a huge topic of discussion on the internet. Of what's considered an indie game and what isn't. But anyways, Cocoon. Dave the Diver. Dredge, Sea of Stars, and Viewfinder. Ben, what you got? 
Okay, I know a lot. I know the compliment. The things people have said that Dave the Diver is not an independent game because it's made by a big company with a small budget. Um, mm. So how about this? How about we remove Dave the Diver and put in Baldur's Gate Three? Because <laughs> Baldur's Gate Three is an independent game. It is. Like they're like, oh, but the company's been around for a long time. Who cares? It's still an independent game. Like they had to pay. They, they self they they self published Baldur's Gate three. Yeah, yeah, and they had to pay a shit ton of money to get the license for D and D. So mm-hmm. it's an independent game through and through. So get rid of Dave the Diver for Baldur's Gate three. But anyway, out of these, I'm going to see of stars. From what, what yes, I second that. It deserves. It deserves an award. It deserves a, a high profile award. Because it is really good. Alfonso. Yeah, Sea of Stars. Yes, give it to Sea of Stars. <sighs> Best Community Support. A funny award that was announced when a shit ton of layoffs happened. <laughs> but anyways, Best Community Support. Boulder's Gate 3. Cyberpunk 2077. Destiny 2. Final Fantasy 14. And No Man's Sky. Alfonso. This 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 is hard. <laughs> this this is hard. It is between Final Fantasy fourteen and, and Destiny two. Like <laughs> the amount of support those two games get constantly is, is just crazy to me. Oh boy. But if I had to choose between the two, it is hard. Um I'm gonna choose Final Fantasy fourteen because I don't want to disappoint Ben. So yeah, that's my reason. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, um <laughs> Ben is going to uh, disappoint you right now. <laughs> yeah. Most years, in fact, nearly every year, I'd probably vote 14. But, and, okay. They still show a lot of community support and social media activity. But I've got to show Larry and Studios some love for all the updates and patches and community awareness they have been with Baldur's Gate 3. Like, but you know, I actually know Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> no, because I just ruined my own. Like, okay, personal vote. Baldur's Gate three deserves it, but Baldur's Gate three is probably going to win game of the year. So that means that Final Fantasy fourteen is probably going to win best community support. So Final Fantasy fourteen. All right, alrighty. Um, I will go with Baldur's Gate. Um, just like you said, Ben, they've done so much crazy shit with updates and uh, they're just right now they added a whole epilogue that people have wanted for for the game with a proper ending because a lot of people were not happy with the ending uh they're just doing everything that people want them to do they are essentially the most friendly like studio to the community right now um so yeah and as good as 14 is there's always going to be a language barrier so Alrighty. Best ongoing game. Apex Legends, Cyberpunk 2077, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and Genshin Impact. Ooh. Mm. Uh, you know what? <laughs> those, those uh, last three. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Here's the thing. Yeah. I think they're going to give it to Cyberpunk just because of uh... the turnaround they did. For the main game. That's it. Uh, um, Genshin Impact, uh, I think, deserves it. 
because they've been nominated every year since that game came out, and they they deserve to win that award because they've done some amazing things with Fontaine. This way to see. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. But I, I think they'll give it to Cyberpunk. I really do, just because of Cyber Liberty and the update. Essentially, re-releasing the, the main game as something brand new, even though it should not even come close to being in this category. <laughs> Alfonso, what do you got? Uh, I want to use 14. It's my safe. It's a safe bet. It's a safe bet because of how uh, consistently Ben talks about it. Every time we, we do the podcast, there's something about 14 that he talks about. So, I mean, yeah. we're about to get, in a few weeks, another two-hour live show for more details of the expansion <laughs> and then we've got another patch dropping in january which adds the final part of the story of the current expansion and new dungeons and stuff um so yeah it it's 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 good so do you think it's gonna win no fortnite's gonna win fortnite yeah. fortnite Alrighty. just celebrated hitting get fortnite what you get just celebrated having 10 million people playing at once which is insane um, well, here's the thing. It, Fortnite always releases these insane updates right before the Game yeah. Awards. Yeah. <laughs> like, really right before the Game Awards. Yeah. And then, I think they're just looking for that award. <laughs> and it, but the thing is, though, it, they, they just announced a couple of days ago with, like, the, you know, the M&M concert. Um, yeah. But they mm-hmm. had 100, 100 million players in November. Those are some insane numbers for a game that's been out as long as it is. So I yeah. feel like with the content it's pushing out and the you know, the amount of player base, they, they might win it. I want 14, of course, personally. If I had a personal choice, it's 14 always. But if I'm going to go with the business side of the brain, it's probably going to be Fortnite. And if I went for my tiny head, it's going to be Genshin Impact. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I got that. I got that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. The Games for Impact Award. A space for the unbound uh chance of Sinair. Forgive me if I pronounce that wrong. Goodbye, Volcano High, Kicha, Terranil, and Venba. Ben, I don't know most of these games, so what do you got? I, I don't know most of them any, either, but I like the look of Goodbye Vol- Volcano High, so I'm going to go with Goodbye Volcano High. Alrighty, Alfonso? I second that. I, I am going to go for a space for the Unbound, because it just sounds cool. <laughs> Alrighty, Innovation in Accessibility, Diablo 4, Forza Motorsport, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Mortal Kombat 1, and Street Fighter 6. I am going to go with Spider-Man 2, because that the, the amount of accessibility options in that game are ludicrous. Yeah, but um, my issue with that is it's, it's got good accessibility options, but is it innovative? Because a, a lot of the accessibility options are just stuff that Sony's been adding over time. Yeah, like, but what, at, at that point, like, what more can you do to innovate that's it? That's true. I just like, <laughs> like what more can you like, do to help more blind players experience the game? But you know, like it's very, it's very hard. Innovation is a, it's a very hard category for me to, you know, decide on. Mm-hmm. Like that innovation means something new, something different. 
and like yeah it's it's slightly new and different but at the same time it's not pushing the ground is it's not giving innovation it, yeah. uh, this should just be best best accessibility games i agree with that i think they should stick to innovation and accessibility for hardware yeah like what hardware can people make to help yeah disabled players yeah but what do you got though <laughs> probably spider-man 2 Alfonso? That's the only one out of these I've played. Yeah. Spider-Man 2. Alrighty. Best performance. Ben Starr. Ben Star. Final... Done. <laughs> ben Starr for Final Fantasy 16. Uh, Cameron Monaghan for Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Idris Elba for Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Millennia Bird for Alan Wake 2. Neil Newborn for Baldur's Gate 3. And Yuri... Uh, Lonefell for Marvel Spider-Man 2. Alfonso. Yeah, I'm going with Yuri. I'm going with Yuri. I'm sorry. His, his, his performance as Peter transitioned into the black suit. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. Sorry, Yuri. Alrighty. Ben? I'm guessing Ben Starr? Yeah, Ben Starr. <laughs> I mean, we both share this first name name, so what can I say? <laughs> and I've been out with, right. with him, so. Alrighty. Uh, I'm going to go That's with Cameron Monaghan. I think he did a great job in Jedi Survivor. All of these are phenomenal performances, and they all yeah. deserve this fucking award because they all did an incredible job. Except you know, Edris Elba is you know, a Hollywood famous actor. He can win an award there. Leave our games alone. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> you should still be nominated if you do a great job. Um, Alrighty. Best Audio Design. Alan Wake 2, Dead Space, Hi-Fi Rush, Marvel Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4. Ben? I mean, I've only played one of these, so I'm going to go with Spider-Man 2, but it's probably going to be Hi-Fi Rush. Alrighty. I second that. Yeah, Hi-Fi Rush. Man, you guys are wild. I'm going to go with Dead Space, because, goddamn, the 3D audio in that game was on point for the horror. I'm going to go with Dead Space Remake. Alrighty. Best score and music. Alan Wake 2, Boulder's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm going to go with Final Fantasy 16 on this. Ben? Uh, what were the games again, sorry? Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Final Fantasy 16, Hi-Fi Rush, and Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, best art direction? No, best oh. score in music. Oh, me? I'm hoping Final Fantasy 16 because, you know, Soken is one of the greatest musicians of all time and he deserves an award because he hasn't had one yet. Um, but it might go to Legend of Zelda. Right. But I'm going to be pissed off if it doesn't go to 16, just for Soken. He deserves it. <laughs> he is a legend. Uh, I'm going with 16 as well. Yeah. Alrighty. Alright, best art direction. Alan Wake 2, Hi-Fi Rush, Lies of P, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Ben? Super Mario Brothers Wonder. Ooh, very nice. Looks like an Alrighty. amazing drug trip. It is. It's fun. Um, I have to agree. Yeah, yeah, I have to agree. Alrighty, I am going to go with Alan Wake 2. I think they did some incredible stuff in that game. Uh, best narrative. Another hotly contested category. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Cyberpunk 2077, Phantom Liberty, Final Fantasy 16, and Spider-Man 2. Alfonso. I'm going with the webhead. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go with Baldur's Gate 3 because, 
that is one of the funniest and best written games I have ever experienced in my life. Um, ben? Fantasy uh, 16. Ooh. Alrighty. Best adaptation! Uh, Castlevania Nocturne from Netflix. Uh, Gran Turismo from Sony Pictures. The Last of Us from Sony Pictures and HBO. Super Mario Brothers The Movie from Universal Pictures and Illumination. And Twisted Metal from PlayStation and Peacock. Alfonso, what do you got? Uh, it's, 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 it's a damn game. It's Last of Us. Come on. It's Last yeah, of I Us. I think this is a pretty given category. <laughs> uh, I, you say given, but a lot of people like the Super Mario, Super Mario, <laughs> Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, they did. I, I I say given because I think it's the obvious choice that it's going to get voted for. But yeah, I, I, mean, I personally would give it to Mario. I thought that movie was phenomenal. Yeah, that movie was fucking love that movie. Yeah, I don't know what the, where the hate came from for that movie, but it was fantastic. Well, Chris Pratt. It truly was. I had no problem with his voice at all. I thought he did a great job. I'm going to go Last of Us. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's going to be yeah. The Last of Us. It should be Mario, in my opinion, but it's going to be The Last of Us. Best Game Direction. Alan Wave 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Spider-Man 2, Super Mario Brothers Wonder, and Tears of the Kingdom. I'm going to go with Alan Wake 2. Again, they did some insane, crazy shit in that game, and I was all in for it. Ben, I second that. Oh, Alfonso, go ahead. I am right. yeah, second it. that. You're thirding it as well. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that through and through, Alan Wake. Yeah. All right, the big tamale, the final category game of the year. We got Alan Wake two, Baldur's Gate three, Marvel Spider-Man two, Resident Evil four remake. Super Mario Brothers Wonder and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I think this is the first year that a Mario and a Zelda game have come out at the same time or in the same year to be nominated. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> wow. Alrighty. Um, ben, what is your ultimate Well, I think we, you've mentioned this already. Uh, Baldur's yeah. Gate 3, uh, right? <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3. Uh, from the community support to the gameplay to the to the soundtrack to the updates to the story itself the gameplay it's just an incredible well-designed overall package of a game and we all know that horny sells and horny wins votes so therefore Baldur's gate 3 wins because <laughs> people are horny ready uh same thing with alfonso i'm assuming spider-man too yeah right? spider-man spider-man <laughs> too like i it they add little things like they they, they just improve from the first one they add little things to make it make sense. The story was phenomenal. The voice acting was phenomenal. The twist that they they add that difference from the comics and and uh you know the cartoons. It 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 was. I saw they did a good job. They did a good job. And seeing what they do with this, this gets me hyped for Wolverine. But yeah, that that's my pick. <laughs> um, you know, Alfonso, I want to just say this really quickly. Um. I think Insomnia Games deserves a Game of the Year award. I don't think they've won one. No, um, they haven't. No. Yeah, I think they deserve it, but I think the only way they're going to do it is with an original IP. Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. think. I agree. Yeah, they can make the greatest, you know, Spider-Man game ever, but I don't think it's ever going to win. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. um, I think it's the same thing like with the movies. Like you know, people called Avengers Endgame like the greatest fucking thing ever created, but it didn't win anything, right? <laughs> No. Um, I think it's the same thing. I, maybe it's a stigma against 
you know, the category or the the choice of game or the IP. I don't know. But I think the only way they're going to win is with it. I don't think Ratchet and Clank is ever going to win it for them. I don't think Wolverine is ever going to win it for them. Um, I think a, a, a new IP is, is honestly their only option mm-hmm. for, for a game of the year. I'm not saying they don't deserve it because they do. Um, yeah. But it, unfortunately, it is what it is. Um, I'm going to go with Baldur's Gate 3. Um, I think Warren Studios showed the entire world that you don't have to have a $200 million budget to make a phenomenal game. And they've proven that. Not only that, they've like created a CRPG, one of the least played genres for RPG gamers, and it's now one of the most desired. Um, they've done so much for the with the community support um really so much free content they are what people hailed cd project red to be before the cyberpunk debacle happened um and i think this will be a huge win and quite honestly one of the biggest upsets in my opinion in in video games if it does win because it just proves that you don't have to have a machine behind you to create something amazing um and they deserve it in my opinion. It, it, it's one of the best-looking games this year. Best-written games. Amazing music. Um, amazing DualSense controller support. Um, just everything about it is AAA to me. And it came from an indie studio without an yeah. insane budget. Mm-hmm. Um, can you imagine what they could have done if they had a $200 million budget like some games do? <laughs> you know? It's insane. So bravo to them, and I hope that they win it, because I think it deserves it. So Boulder's Gate 3 for me. Alrighty. That's all the awards that we're going to talk about. Ben, are we doing Metacritic this week? I'm going to go with no. Probably not. Alrighty. <laughs> In that case, then, stay tuned for the Game Awards. This yeah. Thursday, uh, I believe our podcast will premiere a day before, if I'm yeah. correct, Ben. Um, yeah, go live on Wednesday. So you can listen to our predictions, um, and then, you know, we'll probably go over our game of the year here at PSU as well at some point this year, um, or our game of the year awards, which I don't think is going to be very much different <laughs> from these ones, or it could be very different. Who knows? I uh, we'll f- we'll find out. But um, shout outs, and where can people reach you, Ben? Uh, shout out to everyone listening. Thank you all for listening. Um, shout out to the C White Games for allowing me to play their game. Uh, Rambly Fantasy. Uh, you can find me MD underscore Chili on Twitter. You can find me Moogle Go and Ready on Twitch. Uh, remember, if we hit 1,100 followers on Twitch, I will do a live penguin stream where I dress up as a penguin again. Um, it's not all it's, a se- it's a sexy Halloween penguin. We're 38 followers away from 1,100. <laughs> so Sexy um, penguin, Ben. I'm down for it. And I did a Naruto stream recently where I dressed up as a Tachi from Naruto. Nice. So. Um, go check go check out the stream over on Twitch. Thank you. Thank you, Gary, for hosting. <laughs> oh, you are welcome, Ben. Anything to help you out, man. Alfonso, shout outs and where can people reach you? Shout out to you guys. Thank you for having me on. Shout out to the listeners. Um, I'm looking forward to watching the video game awards on Thursday. Um, to all who's been nominated, win or lose, it's still a great accomplishment to have your game nominated. It, I feel a good accomplishment. So Win or lose, you're all winners in my eyes because y'all did something fantastic with the games you produced within this year. 
And uh, yeah, I'm just looking forward to see who wins. Who wins it all? Um, you can follow me on Twitter at AliFan7. Hey, and you can reach me on Twitter at Doug Walsh. That's V-A-V-L-A-U-S-H. Shout out to you guys. Thank you for joining me. Shout out to all the listeners. Thank you for listening. And that's it. We're done. Enjoy the Game Awards. We'll be back to talk about all the crazy surprise announcements that they have. I'm expecting a few big surprises, announcement-wise. Stay tuned. Bye. All right, and um, we should be co-streaming over on Moogle Go Around Radio. I'm applying to be a co-streamer right now. So you'll be able to get Twitch rewards by watching us live on Moogle Go Around. <laughs> nice. So nice. Bye. 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 Goodbye.